In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. I was told one time that in the marketing business, it is often taught uh, to those who are employed in the marketing business that whatever it is that they are trying to get across to their customers or, or the person that they're trying to advertise to needs to tell that, that person or their targeted audience the message they are trying to give at least seven times in order to get that message across. So I guess this is why we often see and hear the same commercials being played over and over and over again on the television or on the radio. Uh, because I guess it takes us many times of seeing and hearing the something in order for us to internalize this message, right? This is just the way that we as human beings work. This is something that the advertising business obviously completely understands. And this is why oftentimes the message they send out to us is very effective, right? I mean, how many of us can't sing along with or recite word for word many of the advertisements we hear and see on the radio and television? I'm sure there are many of us that can do this. The marketing business uses this tactic so that they can try to get you to go out and to buy whatever product they are advertising. Because the message that they often give to us is that this product or this thing or whatever it is, is the one thing needful. Right? The message is to go out and buy this product because you need it. Whatever, whether we need it or not. This is the goal of marketing. And this is why they repeat their message over and over and over again to target their audience into believing that their product is indeed the one thing needful. And in some instances, these marketing agencies even try to tell us who we are as human beings by this message that they give us. Today, in our Holy Orthodox Church, we celebrate the feast of the entrance of our most blessed Theotokos into the temple in Jerusalem. The message that the church gives us each liturgical year gives us more times than seven times in order not to sell us something, but to nonetheless get across to us of a message of the one thing that is truly needful in our lives. The one thing that does define us as human beings. Today we remember and we celebrate the Virgin Mary, a child being taken by her parents Joachim and Anna to live in the temple of Jerusalem. And I'm sure as we all know, Joachim and Anna were an elderly couple. They were a faithful couple. And they were a barren couple. 
who miraculously conceived the Theotokos and promised to offer back to God their long-awaited child. And when the Virgin Mary became of age, this is exactly what they did. They offered her back to God. And the Theotokos, as it says in the, in the Synaxarian for today, grew up in the temple her almost her whole life as she prepared to become the living temple of our Lord when she willingly agreed to become the mother of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. She was preparing for this. This is what God was preparing her for in the temple. Again, as we all know, the word Theotokos means God-bearer, as decided by the Third Ecumenical Council, because of the one whom she bore, the one whom she gave birth to, is truly the second person of the Trinity, truly the Son of God. Because the Theotokos accepted Christ into her life in this very unique way, the message that the church directs us toward, again, way more times than seven times, because we celebrate this each liturgical year, is that every human being may now become his living temple. And it's this that is truly needful, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. This is the product that our Lord extends to us. This is the church's message to us and to the world. The message of salvation. By taking on our flesh, Christ has united every dimension of our life with His divinity. As the second Adam, He has healed and He has restored all that went wrong with the first Adam. He has made us His temple already through His incarnation. And our calling, the message that the church gives us time and time and time again, especially during this nativity season, is not to merely acknowledge that we are His temple and then to live by some conventional, and then to live by the conventional standards of our society. No, Instead, it is to become more faithful and pure temples so that we will be prepared to welcome Him with pureness into our lives this nativity. And I think that there is no better example of this than looking to the feast that we celebrate today by looking to our most holy mother, who has by no means, who was by no means a powerful or famous or highly influential person, but was a child who with her childlike faith entered into the temple so that she could be prepared to receive not only the message that would be brought to her, but also receive our Lord Jesus Christ, which is the one thing needful. The church gives today the gospel passages that even further highlight what is needful. As we just heard, when the Savior visits the home of Mary and Martha, 
who were the sisters of Lazarus, who, as we all know, was raised by our Lord. Martha was extremely busy serving her guest and making sure that everything was just right. While her sister Mary, on the other hand, simply sits at the feet of Jesus and is seemingly doing absolutely nothing except listening to what Christ is talking about. As we know, Martha becomes upset by this and complains to Jesus that Mary is not doing anything, as we just heard. Probably in the eyes of Mary, Martha was probably just being simply lazy. But when Mary complains to Jesus, when she goes and says that she is doing so much and that her sister is doing nothing, what is it that he responds to her? What is it that he says to her? Mary, you are worried and troubled about many things, but there is only one thing needed, right? This one thing, this message that Christ was giving is what Mary chose to intently focus on. In other words, Mary had chosen to put her focus on the Lord, hearing His Word and responding to that. It wasn't wrong, don't get me wrong, it wasn't wrong for Martha to be so busy focusing on her guest. But the problem was that in all her busyness, her busyness had become a distraction from the one thing needful, being fully attentive to Christ. The Mary in our gospel passage today is a further example that points back to the Theotokos. Both Marys serve as our example because they willingly and attentively listen to the message of Christ amongst the many distractions that they faced. They both prepared themselves to receive our Lord. And for us, this can only be possible if we make a renewed commitment to prayer. To pray without ceasing as St. Paul admonishes in his first letter to the Thessalonians. To, by observing the fast of the church. By attending the services faithfully. And willingly opening up ourselves to our Lord as his temple. We must make humble prayer the cornerstone of our life in order to find the strength that we need to ignore the many messages of the false gods of our age and to choose the one thing needful, that good part which cannot be taken away. I urge us, dearly beloved, all of us, to strive to grow in prayer this nativity. We must remember that hearing the message of God and keeping it also has a lot to do with clearing and cleaning of ourselves from all that is not holy, from those things that do not belong in a temple, if you will, which has shut off our hearts to whatever inflames our passions. We must become holy temples of the Lord by following the Theotokos' example of purity and obedience 
as we grow in our participation in the holiness of the Holy Trinity. Much like Lent, this nativity season is a time for repentance, for fasting, which again is another powerful tool the church gives us to help us become more faithful living temples of Christ. It is a time for confessing our sins in humility, being assured of God's forgiveness when we approach Him seeking sincere forgiveness and getting ourselves back on the right track. The weeks of of the Nativity Fast are a time of joyful, joyful preparation to receive Christ at His birth. They provide us with an alternative to the oftentimes angry and anxious ways of our culture. And on this feast of the entrance of the Theotokos into the the temple, they call us to follow the example of someone very different from the ones people usually think are the most important in life. We celebrate the Theotokos' entry into the temple because that was the beginning of her personal formation as the one human being in all history who agreed to give life to Christ as his mother and to become his living temple in a unique and astounding way. Again, she wasn't an empress. She wasn't from a powerful or wealthy family. But she was a young girl who focused on the one thing needful to the point that by God's grace, she became the new Eve through her, through whom the Savior was born. God still works through humble, faithful people like her to accomplish His gracious purposes. And my prayer, again, dearly beloved, is for all of us to take the weeks of the Nativity Fast this year to hear the message, the product that the church has to give to each and every single one of us and to follow the holy example of the Theotokos. There is surely nothing more important that we could do for the salvation of the world, for the healing of our own souls, and for preparing ourselves for the joy of receiving God incarnate this nativity. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.